Hey, my name is Elisa Kay, and I'm here to teach you how to rise above the noise and say yes to owning an unforgettable, impact-making business. On this podcast, you'll learn how to harness the power of your unique story and use magnetic marketing tools so that you can confidently own your place in your industry. Get ready to transform your marketing to reach more people and finally feel authentically you online. It's time to grow your business with purpose. This is the Own Your Message podcast. You're listening to the Modern Coach Podcast, episode number 17, Getting Fired. Hey, my name is Elisa Kay, and you're about to learn the new way that coaches are building thriving businesses online by rising out from the shadows, owning who they are, and finally understanding the business of coaching. Get ready, because this is where we shed the old age thinking of coaches everywhere and say yes to owning a happy, healthy business that not only impacts people everywhere, but gives you the freedom to do what you want, when you want. This is the Modern Coach Podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Modern Coach Podcast. Today's episode is all about getting fired. Dun, 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 dun. And it's actually inspired by several conversations that I've had this week. One with a dear friend, another one with a client, and a third one, it just popped up on my newsfeed and I was like, okay, well, third time's the charm. Clearly, this is what we need to be talking about this week. Because I think sometimes we sabotage ourselves to the point of either getting fired or being on the precipice of firing clients or really like manifesting those same situations over and over and over again. And I think, you know, when you are an expert and you feel that relationship with a client breakdown, it's never really a surprise in my experience when clients come to me and they say, you know, I've been struggling with this for however many weeks and now this person's fired me. Like, it's not a surprise necessarily, right? We've we've known, we've seen the signs. And as we were, we actually just came back home from a date with my partner. And one of the, one of the songs that came up is one of my favorite songs ever. It's called Home. And it's, you know, it has like the whistling, the do, 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 do sort of sound and we sort of started talking about home and what does that mean and as I I was thinking about it I think that all of us have a certain safe like sense of safety in our business right we have that safety net that I preach about all the time to my clients like what is the what is your bottom line what's what's the you know what what's the the number that's going to make you essentially it's your freedom metric right but what's your safety zone? What is it the minimum that you need to be making in order to feel at home in your business? And I think that sometimes we let ourselves lose our boundaries, lose our sense of self, lose our sense of sort of our, our sense of expertise in whatever it is that we're doing in our life and business to sustain or to fuel that safety number. And sometimes it sort of feels a little bit counterintuitive when you really need to let a client go or you really need to say no to a specific job because you know it's not aligned. But you say yes anyway because you're trying your best to get to that safety, to that home number, right? And I think looking back on, you know, many, many, many years of doing this in terms of like saying yes to things I should not have said yes to, I think that I, I can see exactly where my clients come from when they stay in these situations that are just not ideal, 
And I think getting fired, like no one likes getting fired, let's face it. And I think it's it's way more common as entrepreneurs. It would be I would be worried <laughs> if there was no, if there was no client breakdowns in your business ever. Like that tells me that you're either not working with enough people or that, you know, either you've had loads and loads of experience and you're just really, really good at at spotting the people like that, that, but that just doesn't happen. Like even nowadays, sometimes we say yes to things and we regret them afterwards. It's just the nature of business. And I think when you're working with a wide variety of clients, it's, it's not a surprise that people are just not aligned, you know? And I think sometimes this like getting fired, even the topic makes people feel so uncomfortable because, oh my God, what if it happens to me? And I think normalizing the idea that some people are just not going to be the right fit. You, you know, you included in that list. I'm not the right fit for a lot of people. In fact, I don't want to be the right fit for everyone. I want to be the right fit for that specific soulmate person. And as I was thinking about the lessons that I have learned in terms of getting fired in the past, there was one specific client in this business that was just horrendous. It was a 10K chargeback. It was in my um, funnel making agency. And God, if, you, if you've heard the story, you know that it was, it was honestly, it was like the worst time. Now I look at it and I'm like, oh, 10 grand is fine. But back then 10 grand was like all of the money in the world, right? And I'd already paid it out to pay contractors. So for me, that was genuinely the worst like the the, just the worst situation that could have possibly ever happened and it took me months to recover mentally from that not because I didn't know that you know the client was the client was a nightmare I should have never ever ever said yes and like the 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 work itself spiraled out of control and it was just oh god even thinking about it like (laughs) now I would just be like no not available for that no thank you But that specific experience of getting fired, I was started thinking about it and thinking about like what led to the to the steps of of that relationship breaking down. I think sometimes you have unforeseen circumstances that do pop up. With that specific client, I had to take a week off the the funnel, you know, making business because I had a family emergency and the client was not understanding. And I think that's always a red flag. When the client is like, I'm not, a, <laughs> your humanness is is an inconvenience for me. When when clients say that, technically, like they're not ideal people, right? We, we all have family emergencies that pop up. We all have health shit that sometimes pops up. We all have just stuff that you is unavoidable. So with that specific client, that was like th- red flag number one. Red flag number two is that I was over delivering. I was over delivering on all of the things. I'd forgotten what I'd promised the client because I sort of went on this journey with the client of, okay, well, what do they think they need? And instead of just giving them what I said I would give them, the project spiraled and spiraled and spiraled until A, the client was asking for like a 50K solution where they paid 10, right? And the, you know, I had to essentially make up the work for the the 50K project that I was now delivering on. And I think sometimes, you know, there are going to be clients who are difficult there are going to be clients who just don't understand why you can't do that extra thing or why the brief is not you know being fulfilled or they're going to be sometimes there are going to be coaches and and you know mentees that are not the energy is not aligned and I think you know whenever we have different types of VIP packages in my business so I never ever ever sign a client for longer than 
you know, six to 12 weeks longer than that the first time I'm mentoring them because it just doesn't make sense to me. I wouldn't want to lock someone into a contract that's a year long when I don't know whether I'm the right coach for them and I don't know what type of client they're going to be. As in, are they going to be my most empowered client who shows up for themselves, who does all the things, who is super, super duper excited to do all of the work? Or are they going to be a client who just wants to be validated once a week to feel like they're doing something by getting on a coaching call with me? Like that's, the latter is not my ideal soulmate person. And in the beginning of my coaching career, there was a lot of those. There was a lot of people who were like, yeah, I want to launch this thing and I'm just going to be in ideation mode forever and ever. And no, you know, the plan that we created last week, I don't want to go with that plan anymore. I want to go with this plan. And, you know, I think getting fired is never, is never a nice feeling. It's never, it's never not sort of confidence shaking to an extent. But I think if we are firm in our boundaries and if we know who the fuck we are, you are empowered to make those decisions first. You're empowered to say to that client, like, actually, no, we've created a strategy. <laughs> we can either examine like the mindset stuff that's going on, or we can examine why you're not, you know, willing to execute it like this, or we can examine whatever else is going on. But like, we've picked the strategy and this is what we're executing on. We agreed upon that last week. And I think sometimes you have to draw that line in the sand and then you have to just say to clients, you know what, like the end of this 12 weeks, I don't think I'm the right coach for you. And I have said that to clients in the past who maybe the, the the direction of their business has changed. Maybe they decided that they want to focus on a different project. Maybe I'm not an expert in that specific thing. Like one of my favorite clients in the world, she uh, is a book designer and she wanted to create an Amazon business. Uh, I'm not the right person to help you with that. I've never created an Amazon business before. I don't really know too much about book publishing on, on in that arena. And therefore, on, on the strategy side of, of the business stuff, I am not the right person. And therefore, I am upfront with that, you know? And I think a lot of what, what a lot of people do, which gets them fired, is instead of saying, I'm not an expert in this specific thing, what they do is they say to the client, you know what, so-and-so, I can definitely figure out how to do an Amazon publishing business. Like, just give me a week to get ahead of you. And I think that's the wrong way of... of basing your offers like that's not a soulmate offer that's not a soulmate client that's not um, a good synergy because when a client comes to you and they have questions you don't have the answers necessarily because you were just you know half a step ahead and I think a lot of people could avoid having these sticky situations if they just owned what they're an expert in if they just owned what is it that they've actually done and what is it that they know for sure what is it that you are a complete expert in? Stop trying to cater to every single client whim and every single client, you know, fantasy. What is it that this person has actually come to you for? And are you delivering on that promise? So, for example, the 10k chargeback that I just referenced. And fun facts, if you want the full story, you have to get on my email list. I'll link, I'll link it down below because the, the whole story is outlined in, um, in one of the emails that's going out this month. So if you want to hear the story, I will pop it down below um, in the show notes of this episode. But specifically in that client, with that specific client, right, she was like, what would be really cool is if we had an affiliate center where we could track all of these, all of these people. And I was like, well, I've never created an affiliate center before. Sounds like a fun project for me to sink my teeth into. 
And instead of going to the client and being like, yeah, that is a great idea. I love that idea for you. Here is like, you know, a referral. Here is a person who would be able to help you with this. I was like, yeah, I can do it. And instead of sending the client another invoice and being like, hey, so here is the rate for this specific project. Here is why it is. Like, I've never done this before, but I'm willing to try, which is why, you know, this project rate is this. I was just like, yeah, I'll take it on. And I added that project on top of all of the other stuff that I was doing for said client. So in the end, when the relationship broke down and I was like, but look at how much free work I've done for you. You know, the person wasn't aware that I'd been doing free work for them because I was just saying, yes, yes, yes. And of course, a client is going to just take it as a given unless you put your foot down and you say, actually, that's not really what I signed up for. Because we have to remember that when people say yes to us, they're not saying yes to the specifics of your offer. They're not. I don't care whether you're a service provider or whether you're a coach or whether you sell freaking t-shirts. They're not actually buying the features and benefits of whatever it is that you're selling. They are buying the result. So whatever it is that the result is of your offer. So when people work with me, yeah, sure. Do they make a lot of money? They do. Do they transform their business? They do. But the transformation, right, of said offer I don't say to people like, you know, you're going to get 12 calls with me. They're not buying the 12 calls. They're buying the, I'm going to make a lot of money or yeah, I'm going to transform my business or I'm going to add a product to this, to this thing, or I'm going to become a coach, right? They're buying that. They're not buying the specific quantity of calls. They're not buying the minute by minute, you know? And I think it's always really funny when I start working with people who are a little bit newer to the coaching space, let's say. And they're like counting each minute. And I just find it, you know, fascinating to watch them be like, you know what, like every minute of your time is, is, is sort of worthy. And it is, don't get me wrong, like clients pay a lot of money to work with me. But I, I look at it like this, like I have a limited number of clients so I can spend time with them. And if I can replace a session or if I can extend a session or if I feel like, you know what, half an hour and that's good for today, I cap it at the half an hour. Like, we're not counting the minute by minute situation. I'm not like, I don't know, a psychiatrist or I'm not a therapist who like you have that hour and the clock starts now and then we have to end by a certain point. Sure, like we have sessions that are allotted and I'm always mindful of people's time. But if we're in the flow and I'm like, hey, do you have another extra 10 minutes? I'm always willing to give people that extra 10 minutes without feeling a certain way about it. Whereas I feel like when we're in in the energy of getting fired, we feel like our boundaries are getting tested. We feel like we're we're extending beyond what we said we would extend, right? And it's not coming from a place of abundance and a place of, I have all the time in the world to serve my people well. It's coming from a place of, you're fucking taking advantage of me and I'm so freaking annoyed. And then your guard's up and your energy's different. And then, you know, from the lovely person who is over-delivering and doing all of the things that I know you are bound to do, it it becomes slightly imbalanced. It becomes testy. And then when it becomes testy, we sort of make shit decisions that essentially end up with a bad relationship, right? And the number one problem that I see most people have is communication. They're trying to do their best and they're just not communicating with their client. Like communicate to the client why you're doing the things that you're doing. People are not mind readers. You're not a mind reader either. So if you don't set the communication up from the get-go where the communication is the number one thing, like the number one hill that you die upon, 
then there is always going to be a relationship breakdown of some sort, right? Again, like my clients know that if we're done at 30 minutes past, then that's that's fine, we're done. That doesn't mean that I like they're getting shortchanged or whatever. It also means that with some clients, if they know we're looking at a meeting thing and they need that extra, whatever, 30 minutes, more than happy to do that, right? Maybe in your relationship though, you don't like that model. It doesn't work for you and for your boundaries. It pisses you off when people, you know, spend an extra 15 minutes of your time talking to you on a call. So maybe you need to be like, you know what? Like this is a 10 minute check-in. We've got 10 minutes left. And setting up that, that communication in a way that works for you. Right, just because my time fluidity is that does not mean that you have to have the same ethos or the same, you know, policy in your company. All this to say is that you communicating what you are available for. What are you available for with a, a said client, a company, a coach, a mentor, your family? What are you available for and what are you not available for? Most firings, both from clients and mentors, right? would be avoided if we just sat down and had a clear communication, right? Clear boundaries, clear rules. And in my experience, 99.9% of the time, if you're in a spot where you've been fired, you take it super, super personally. And actually, a lot of the time, it has nothing to do with you personally, not you as a person who has delivered the thing, because I know that you probably tried your best. And it has everything to do with the shit communication, either with yourself or with your client. It takes two to tango, right? Just like with the 10K like chargeback client that I was talking about at the beginning of this podcast, like that was also my fault. Like I should not have let that project spiral. I should not have... Um, you know, hired that specific person's designer. I should not have sort of had shakier boundaries with things. I should have had a conversation with the client at a way earlier time. I should have probably been a, a, a lot more uh, communicative at the end of our relationship. And I should have probably, you know, not necessarily reacted from a, a place of you're pissing me off. I'm fucking done with this. Bye-bye, right? It should have probably been a little bit more professional in my um, conduct, like fully owning that, right? It takes two to tango. Now, was that client a fucking nightmare and I wouldn't wish her on my worst enemy? A hundred percent, right? <laughs> One thing does not negate the other. So the point of this is that at the end of the day, look, we're all going to find people and we're all going to, to stumble upon, no matter whether you have your own business or you're in a nine to five, we're all going to find people that are just not aligned, that are not your cup of tea, the main thing that you have to remember is, what am I available for? If you're in this place where you've just been fired and you're like, you know what, I feel like shit, I hate it, all of my clients are going to judge me, all of the past people who've liked me before are never going to like me again, I hate everything, life sucks. Just remember who the fuck you are. You are not this person who is sad and lonely and is, you know, incapable of giving value, like true great value to people. And at the heart of all business, I really, really believe that we are all essentially service-based. We want to give people a great experience, a great result, a great transformation. And if you go back to focusing on that one, who is it that I can help today? Who needs me right now? Who is it that I can show up for? It becomes easier to move out of that groggy firing fog right and into essentially into back to who the fuck you are in the first place because 
you have a message to share, you have a gift to give, you have clients to serve. And a bad experience, you're not going to be liked by everyone. There are going to be people who don't like you. In fact, I started following this like Duma. I don't know. I don't know whether I'm saying that correctly. BT dubs. Um, on Instagram, it's this like gossip sharing site. And I don't, I don't even know how I started following it to be honest, it just popped up on my stories and I've been fascinated over the last two days of watching these like, well, can you tell me like gossip about this celebrity and this celebrity has been spotted and da da da. And I'm like, what is, what is this stalkery weird? Like, I'm, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm here for it. I'm the most curious person you will ever meet. But also I was like, what is this stalking? And people are like, so what's this person? Like, what's Ana Diamos like? Do we have the tea on her? And I'm like, oh my God, there are going to be, there are going to be 50% of people who are going to say she's the most amazing, lovely person ever. And there are going to be 50% of people who are like, she's the, you know, she's Satan's daughter and you should avoid her at all costs. So just like celebrities and just like everyone else in the world, people are going to have an opinion. You get to choose from what place are you living? Are you living from the place of a handful of people who had a bad experience with you for whatever reason and therefore would not recommend you to someone, right? Or you're going to live from the, from the place of there are literally thousands of people in the world who need my help right this very second and I need to get my head out of my ass and get going, right? Those are your two options. You can choose to live from the first place, but then are you doing yourself and those thousands of people who need you a disservice, right? That's thing number one. And thing number two is if you're at this place where you're like, I'm about to be fired or I need to fire someone... I always ask you to look at this first. Look at your communication. Are you very clear? Have you set those boundaries? And is there a way that you can get back into that place of service, get back into the place of I'm helping this client from for their highest good and I'm going to show up like the best version of me on every single call? Because just like every single relationship in the world, you are in a relationship with your clients and it's going to evolve and it's going to change, right? You might be on date night tonight, but you might be on, you know, whatever, on, on a on a little downward spiral tomorrow. It's gonna ebb and flow and you know it takes two to tango. How are you tangoing in your relationships? So I hope you found this episode helpful. I want to know your most horrendous firing story. So if you at me at Elisa K coaching on Instagram um, and share that with me, I would love I would love to share with you some of my more horrendous ones too. <laughs> I think the 10k one was probably the most emotionally scarring, but let's face it, I've worked in the services industry for I don't know over 15 years now. There are there are a lot of uh, weird bad clients that that have popped up since then. Thankfully, it hasn't happened in a really really long time. But sharing is caring, right? Please tell me I'm not alone in the worst client stories or like worst boss stories. God, I can go on about that forever too. So I hope you have an amazing day uh, or afternoon, wherever you are. And I will see you next week on the Modern Coach Podcast. Are you stuck in a loop of cookie cutter content feeling like you can't find your voice or the confidence to show up authentically? Good news, Magnetic Mavens is here to help you be unforgettable. Our membership will get you to break free from the monotony of copycat content and find your unique power story. In this membership, you'll create a consistent writing habit to stay ahead of your content creation and take back control of your plan without any of the overwhelm. It's time to leave the bland and boring content behind and own your message with integrity and fun. 
join the Magnetic Mavens today. Head to alisa-k.com forward slash magnetic to register right now.